0: Hello and welcome back to the Munich Sunday podcast. I'm your host Mel and this is my third time recording this. <laughs> I have been having the biggest difficulties with my mic. I just realized that I recorded a whole entire podcast that I was extremely excited about with my mic backwards. So I got that going for me this week. And then another little disclaimer this week's episode i am so excited about the value that is in this episode and what we get to chat about and all the things but i do need to say sorry for the audio because i messed up i got tried to get a little fancy i brought two mics i thought it was all set up well i tested it out and everything and then i got home after the recording and i was like yeah i just messed that one up but we live and then we learn We're editing it and I just want to apologize in advance, but the content itself is gold. So I'm very excited to share with you a great episode with Dr. Lisa. She is my coach, my mentor in a lot of ways, honestly, my client, my friend. She's a naturopath. She's literally everything. I joke about it but honestly like she's done a huge pivot on my life and I can't thank her enough and I really wanted to chat with her on this podcast about all the different things that go into what her program is that she's built at For Her Kind. I'll let her go into details but for a really quick rundown we jump into the backstory of why she moved from being In clinic, to working one on one with women in everyday life, and just basically exactly what I was saying before building a new foundation for an audited life and just feeling a greater sense of confidence and drive and will, and all of the good things that you want to feel waking up in the morning. It's revolving around nutrition and building a strength routine through weights and having a healthy mindset with yourself, like it goes into a 360 degree aspect of what being well really means. And Alisa shares a bunch of tangible tips that she uses in her daily life. We use me in, as an example for a lot of different things from me being super stressed to like being able to take on work now a lot easier and for me losing weight to getting more confidence and all the things like it's there's so many different aspects of being healthy so I really appreciate Elisa's outlook on it all we talk about protein intake getting into the gym more and just like dry building that confidence within yourself and building a program for yourself asking for help and Another thing we really dive into is the mind and body connection and like what that truly means. She dives into this a lot deeper talking about German new medicine, which I will 100% let her go into because I don't want to butcher it whatsoever, but it is a fascinating topic and I know it can be a little out there sometimes listening to new perspectives, but I do think that. It's important to just see what else is out there, see what different opinions are and perspectives are and everything like that. And we specifically use my gut health situation that's been happening in the past two months now I've been having a lot of issues with severe pain and gas and bloating and not just upset stomach it's like running to (laughs) this is getting too much but running to the washroom and it's disrupting my sleep it starts disrupting my day it's putting me out like I'm wiped of energy I'm physically depleted and we had a little breakthrough on this episode because I opened up my mind to like what the possibilities could be of just what does it truly mean to heal. So with that, I am so grateful to say welcome to the podcast to Dr. Elisa and I hope you enjoy this episode. Follow them at For Her Kind. They have an amazing group of women behind the company and they are changing so many different women's lives every single month. They work with 70 plus women right now and it's just amazing to see and be a part of. With that, I hope you enjoy this episode with Dr. Lisa on how she's changing the game of mind-body connection. Enjoy!
1: Hello, Elisa. Hi. Do you want
0: to introduce yourself to the podcast?
1: Yes, I am Elisa. I am a naturopathic doctor. I am a German New Medicine student, I would say, lifelong student, and a personal trainer, and a yoga instructor, and I am the founder of For Her Kind.
0: For Her Kind has mm-hmm. some,
1: has been something that's
0: completely changed my life, honestly, <laughs> and I don't think that when people see the page, on this is a little different level too, mm-hmm. because I'm on the social media side of it, but... <laughs> When people come to any type of fitness page, I feel like you just see aesthetics and all of that. Mm-hmm. And for her kind, there's so much of a like, deeper level of community, building relationships with yourself, with food, with strength conditioning or strength and conditioning, like all of that. Mm-hmm. I would love to know like how you bridged that different world between naturopathic medicine to mm-hmm. going into what you're doing now.
1: For sure. And I would say it It really did, it happened organically. I was working, when I first came out of school, I was working at a anti-aging, pro-aging focused clinic. And there I was seeing lots of weight loss in practice, just focusing on anti-aging, which that's a huge thing, right? As you age, metabolic disorders become more prevalent, diabetes, those types of things. And I think I saw a gap, right? There was a lot of people coming to me and just so much confusion, so much overwhelm with all of the information that was being thrown at them in the meat in, like internet media whatever but whether they should be keto whether they should be intermittent fasting and all of the things and i wanted to bring more of like that education side and just help at a deeper capacity it was hard for me to be like okay here's all this information in this one hour visit go try and implement it and i'll see you in eight weeks so again yeah it just happened organically and it just shifted outside of practice and, and it grew into something bigger and i I love it. It's so fun. <laughs>
0: okay, for anybody that doesn't know for her kind, do you want to do a little quick explanation of what you guys do and who yeah. you work with?
1: Yeah, of course. So, we work with any women, right? Like we we don't have an ideal client, like we and we're pretty particular about that. The only person that wouldn't be an ideal client is if they weren't willing to or if they didn't desire a transformation, like mind or body transformation.
0: So, so. when I first started getting into for her kind, I was mm-hmm. shocked by The calorie count in like the first. That's huge. I was like actually shocked and I didn't realize how little I was eating. Yeah. And it
1: honestly blew my
0: mind where I was like, I am stuffed. Can we talk about how important that is to get yourself at a base level?
1: Yeah, the restorative phase. So, anytime a client comes to us, they're always coming and starting what we call like a restorative phase. And that's to a couple different things, but we need to find out how many calories you need for you. And we do that by analyzing your objective data with consistent inputs and outputs. Consistent inputs being your nutrition, outputs being your movement and your resistance training. the math can only take us so far. Like anyone can download MyFitnessPal. Anyone can plug in their, you know, their height and weight into um, a BMR calculator online. But analyzing the data really helps make a difference. And that's so common that we hear is we'll prescribe an amount of calories in the first visit and The client freaks out, but then they start to eat it. And they're like, wow, my energy levels are up. I'm sleeping better. My mood is better. My PMS has been reduced. And it's all just from properly fueling, like a a well-fed female, a powerful female, right? So just reminding women of that or showing them, it's been really cool.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Honestly, it was a wild experience for me because I have come from a restrictive background. I've come from trying every single different thing, yeah. being in five various classes a week and not seeing anything and just feeling
1: puffy as <laughs> shit. Yeah, inflamed.
0: And yeah, adding those in, exactly what you said, I, my sleep instantly got better. Yeah. I was less stressed. I, even my mom chimed in on it being like, you can talk about work without getting stressed out now. Yeah, it gets it's like
1: the brain fog goes away, right? I think so often women are like, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough for the right thing? They're doing berries, they're doing F45, they're doing strength training, they're doing Pilates, yoga, like trying to do all of it. And it's just, it's not necessary. I was that girl too. I was doing like six or seven workouts a week and partially because I loved it, partially because I thought I had to. And then when I started to test this on myself following a structured program. I think I started with two days per week and that was it. It was the best I'd ever felt physically or best I ever looked physically and the best I ever felt mentally.
0: Was there a big moment where you're like I need to
1: go try this? I listened to a podcast. Yeah. There's actually like two main podcasts that have like really I would say changed my life. Um, one of them is Resistance Training Does More Than You Think by i I'll give it to you for the show notes, but yeah. Sal De Stefano. I think it was the Mark Bell Power project. Yeah, that one it's so long I've listened to it like 10 times, but it's so good. It just, like, everything clicked when I listened to that. And then I started to apply it in my own life. And then I was like, I have to tell more people. And then the other one is the Germany Medicine one that I heard about okay. by Dr. Mostasel. Okay. So
0: mm-hmm. for the resistance training one, mm-hmm. what were the things that really clicked for you?
1: I think it was a huge piece was about cardio. I think using, like, that whole, like, mindset around c- being calories-focused, like, burning calories, mm-hmm. and just shifting away from that and understanding that losing fat and or getting toned and losing weight are two different goals so really understanding the importance of building muscle mass for health longevity understanding that the more that muscle is metabolic at rest so like the more muscle mass that you have on you the higher your metabolism will be at rest who doesn't love that so that was like a huge thing i was like okay so we need to focus on adequate stimulus and adequate fuel in order to support muscle which is even more important as you age right because sacropenia can kick in and all that stuff and looking at cardio not as a way to or just exercise in general not as a way to burn burn fat or burn anything <laughs> to burn <Like> sacropenia. <laughs> sacropenia is muscle loss Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Gotcha, mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. and yeah. that just happens
0: naturally as we age
1: yes it can if you don't have again if you don't feed it muscle is like really expensive to maintain if you want to think about that way it needs adequate stimulus it needs protein okay so good segue into
0: protein mm-hmm. so many people have whether you're vegetarian or vegan you're eating carnivore or anything i feel like there's so much around protein for yeah. some reason and this this program really made me realize that's like how important it is for my body for sure like, can you explain why it's so important not just the results but like cognitive function like all of that
1: yeah everything's using protein like Literally everything in your body uses protein, so if you're not getting enough, then you're not going to be functioning. That's how you want. It's a building blocks of literally everything. Transmitters, yeah, it helps with everything. Yeah. So if you're not if you're not having that to support yourself, then you're under fueling. And is there a good way
0: to figure out? Obviously, you could join the program.
1: It's, it's common. It's pretty out. common knowledge. Yeah, okay. generally you want to have so a couple. There's things that d- it depends on. Do you eat animal protein, your age, things like that. There's a couple different factors, but typically a good amount is 0.8 grams per pound. So if you do that calculation based on your weight, then you're good. 0.8 times your weight in pounds each day. That's your minimum.
0: Going back to the gym routine. I know a lot of people get freaked. I, when I started, I was like very confident in the gym because I've been around varsity athletes. I've been in a varsity gym. I like <laughs> had the basics of each kind of like exercise Mm -hmm. that I know what I'm doing with dumbbells. I know what I'm doing with the Olympic rack type of thing. Mm -hmm. But for people that have no idea what they're doing is, okay, they've only stepped into studios and nervous to get
1: into resistance
0: training, what would you say for like confidence or like little steps to get there?
1: Yeah, for sure. So we actually, we have some beginners that do start with for her kind, right? We're not just for intermediate or advanced. So what I'll, what I recommend is picking literally four lifts. Pick two upper body exercises, two lower body exercises, and just get really good at those and get really strong at those. Record your feedback, like film yourself, look at your, your look at your form and technique or get someone else to look at your form and technique and just continue to build on that. So every time you go to the gym, you're like, okay, I lifted 20 pounds and I got 10 reps last time. Let's try and do... 12 reps this time, or try and do 25 pounds, and maybe you'll only get six or seven reps. That's okay, but recording that and just always trying to get better, whether that be improving your form of technique, adding load in terms of, like, more weight, or getting more reps. Those are, like, more volumes. Those are all different ways that you can try to improve, and just keep it super simple. Like, those four exercises, and just get stronger in them over time, you will see results. And it's so wild. So simple.
0: Fast. like how confident you get in the gym like when you stick to a routine and like mm-hmm. you get good at those simple movements mm-hmm. you're like oh i got this and you like strut yourself over and yeah all that do you see that a lot in your clients
1: oh absolutely yeah and then so many wins being like i did three pull-ups like i would have never done pull-ups like i would have never gone up to the bar and just like even attempted to do a pull-up yeah. before and it's, it is super empowering
0: oh that's awesome i find it very motivating too it's like as soon as have a little bit of competition with myself, get, like it's a healthy competition mm-hmm. too. It's just, I get a little bit more excited to go.
1: Yeah. It's got you versus you mindset, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: for something that you're working towards is really nice to have there.
1: And the, like, the simplicity of it all is just, is so nice. I find for some of our clientele comes to us and they're, they're doing the most, right? We get both, but for the women that are doing the most, I, I resonate with them because I would be programming my workout before I would go in almost every day. I was always doing a different workout. I was always trying to find the next coolest glute exercise, but the simplicity and the amount of decision fatigue that's taken away a brain space that opens up when you just focus on a structured program you just rinse and repeat and just focus on getting stronger is the best oh
0: totally mm-hmm. and a, a big thing for me honestly is putting do not disturb on and oh, yeah. zoning everything out and knowing what i'm doing mm-hmm. obviously the first the first two weeks or first week of mm-hmm. trying out a new what do you call it training, training block program, yeah it's a little bit more focused in that sense of what I'm doing right next, but mm-hmm. the being able to shut off your brain and just do the exercises and really focus in mind to muscle, mm-hmm. it's been a life changer for me. Yeah, it's so like bad. actually, it it like gives me a moment of time to not think at
1: all, but
0: while still being really present and present. On mm-hmm. something, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, miss two hundred and fifty pound RDLs looking like <laughs> butter like i'm just showing Uh, up for coach okay
0: i want to also talk on the fact that you guys are not always pushing for 100 percent perfection and everything because i think like a lot of people see like these programs these influencers and being like okay try these next moves to get like abs or yeah 10 weeks to your best body of your lifetime Mm -hmm. everybody's seen all those things and it just puts that like perfectionism Mm -hmm. restriction mindset in there and i think that a big thing that really clicked with me was that like the progress and like the consistency that you're building with habits over time with for her kind is like the most important part of the entire program
1: yeah so yeah progress over perfection there's a lot of things so in the initial intake that we have with the girls or women (laughs) i always ask is there anything that you want to Unlearn, like when it comes to your mindset, all or nothing, any self-sabotaging behaviors, any food fears, that type of thing. And again, progress over perfection, that has been a big one. And I'm really passionate about, for me anyways, I'm all about an aesthetic goal. I love an aesthetic goal. I'm. That's what a lot of the girls come to us with as their primary goal. But I'm not really about saying no to life experiences, right? So just making sure that they're doing it in a healthy way and understanding that, you know, they can still go to a cottage for a weekend and still adapt and make choices sure maybe they're experiencing that experience or choosing to make different choices during that experience for a period of time but i think just understanding even if they choose not to and lean into that moment whether wherever that may be whatever that may look like is also okay and it doesn't mean that they all their progress is gone and then they don't need to lean into those self-sabotaging behaviors there's no falling off track and just shifting away from that is one of the bigger things that we try and work on.
0: Yeah, I feel like also the fact where you, like when I went away from, for, to Italy, for example, I was like okay I'm living life yeah. enjoying and I think that honestly getting back from Italy before I was in a mindset where I was like I just had three weeks off I'm gonna be like so bloated and just self-sabotaging thoughts all over yeah. the place mm-hmm. but I got back and I had such a stress-free mindset about it that mm-hmm. I'm like I'm gonna get back and it's yeah. like I'm gonna build on habits again and mm-hmm. it's gonna click back in and okay. I feel like my body just was like uh it's okay and it'll come back Mm -hmm. and I on I came back from Italy like maybe not as toned but I definitely like lost weight yeah and I would love to chat with you because I feel like you have a great outlook on this where Mm -hmm. it's like the amount of stress that you put on something where you want it so badly Mm -hmm. and you're not just letting it free flow to you yeah what do you think about that
1: yeah, so obviously I'm a, big believer. I'm a big believer in like where attention goes, energy flows. So I feel like if you're always putting the, the way you speak to yourself, like if you're always like putting yourself down and like putting so much energy into, oh my goodness, I'm never going to get that body back or I'll never be able to get there. Then yeah, that's like what, what's going to happen. But if you instead just appreciate the experience that you had, like you had the best time in Italy with your man, you, you can prioritize what you want to prioritize, right? In Italy, you were prioritizing being with your man and taking time off, which had been a long time coming for you, right? Like have that experience. And then come home, the gym's always going to be there when you're home, right? And then you can get back back on track, if you will. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think it's so important. And I, I feel like, I'm sure you've seen this too, when so many people being like, I quit the high-intensity workouts and I went to straight to Pilates and things like that. And just like my body got like lean. And I, yeah. I think, I honestly feel like it's not even the exercise that you're doing. It's like your body headspace that you're in you're just letting yourself be a little bit more free and in the moment
1: yeah and not as strict or intense yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah it's a similar thing happens when you start to feel yourself properly like you're just you're in that rest and digest that state that parasympathetic state and that is when you can chill out like yeah. you can't chill out if you're like overthinking and stressing about stuff
0: okay parasympathetic state i would yeah. love to chat about that yeah you gave me an amazing activity <laughs> What's it the belly breathing. Oh yeah. I was coming to you being like, I'm so stressed all the time, yeah. and work was just overwhelmed or er, overwhelming all the time. Mm-hmm. And you basically, it's definitely not simple because there's so much science that goes back into it. Mm-hmm. But just just taking five minutes to do some belly breaths mm-hmm. instantly.
1: Everyone, right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> chest, check yourself, right? Because a lot of people are chest breathing. I'm I'm guilty of it. I literally set an alarm in my phone some days when I'm like at my computer for an extended period of time, and I'll say belly breathe, right? So it'll actually shift your physiology into that parasympathetic state, which is calming, grounding. It's where you can digest your food (laughs) and like just really be at peace. Whereas, and that you can literally, I guess, I don't like the word biohack, but you can literally hack yourself out of being in sympathetic state. Sympathetic state is like, think like, adrenaline running from a bear like you're not gonna digest things well when you're in that state and that's chest breathing typically right so you're up here and you want to move things down towards your belly button and that will shift you so if you literally just take a big breath now and like literally belly breathe so belly comes out and in instead of having your chest rise and fall you'll just notice a shift because it's
0: all about the different states of stress right and you're like Mm -hmm. tricking your brain into being like no this is a good stress and i'm fine
1: yeah so you're The vagus nerve runs from your brain down to your diaphragm. So that helps stimulate it. Belly breaths stimulate your vagus nerve, which stimulates your parasympathetic state. Very cool.
0: I could go nerd out on that all day. Yeah. It's so interesting. And it's also the little techniques that you learn that can just, like, again, at the beginning, I was, like, adding one more thing into my day is going to make me so much more stressed and be like, I don't have time for this. But Mm -hmm. it's so worth it when it comes Mm -hmm. to being more productive being more focused think about you i just think about myself like clicking through a bunch of tabs every day Mm -hmm. and being like oh my god why can't i just focus on one thing Mm -hmm. but if i actually took the time for myself yeah it comes all full circle
1: no for sure i actually i did this yesterday i was like i have i have an infinite to-do list i was like getting overwhelmed thinking about it and i was like what is the most loving thing for myself right now and it was literally to go outside with the dog and lay on the grass and just like, belly breathe. Just take some time. And like, if anyone hasn't laid on the grass, go lay on the grass and don't tell me. You cannot tell me it doesn't feel amazing, right? Yeah. So just taking that time to ground, everything was fine. The rest of the day, everything was good. Yeah. I didn't get it all done, but I'm fine. I'm alive. For
0: sure. For sure. Yeah. Do you have, I'm going to guess, I feel like a lot of your clients are just very high achieving, very active and extremely motivated by like their career and things mm-hmm. like that. Is that a very common thread where people just need to chill the fuck out? Yeah,
1: for sure. And that's why this is also nice, like the For Her Time program, because it allows them to do less in a way, right? Like it's, you know, it's three training sessions a week. Most of them are trying to do five or six. It's, you know, it's simplifying the way that they eat and walking instead of trying to fit in a bunch of cardio or, I don't know, it's just a, a lot of flexibility I find opens up time them to work on the other things in their life a lot of them are business owners a lot of them are mothers that kind of stuff it's
0: life-changing that's for sure (laughs) you're the best i want to talk about we went into it a little for a second there but the difference between aesthetics and living a healthy confident lifestyle with the mindset towards yourself Mm -hmm. again using myself as a prime example like just having these looping negative thoughts Mm -hmm. and switching that to not only feel better about myself, but like things just calm down, it seems. Would you say that you have any like mindset tips on like switching the narrative for yourself?
1: Yeah, I would just like to add a point on you just noticing that you feel better just from starting the stuff, like the way that you speak about, like maybe the a goal, maybe you're not where you want to be yet, but you just feel better already. Mm-hmm. And I think that in itself, is part of why I love it so much. When you start to take actions to take care of yourself, you know, treating yourself well with respect, prepping meals for yourself, taking time to get out for walks, get into nature, then the narrative just already like automatically switches in your brain and your thoughts become more loving. So that's for sure. And then mindset tips. I would say if you're really struggling with negative self-talk, get delusional, like just be okay with being a little bit delusional about how you want to speak to yourself so say it's for example i don't like my arms for example say say that's something like my arms are awful blah 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 you can switch it like i love my arms my arms are the best like everyone's complimenting my arms like literally get delusional and lean into that and your body your subconscious won't know the difference so it's it's one of of the tools that i use with clients which is scripting and yeah i love to see the results from that say it out loud or is
0: it more of a writing process
1: you can do anything there's no right or wrong way but being disciplined with your thoughts so when you notice yourself shifting into saying those things is to be able to pull yourself back and call yourself out yeah taking ownership of your thoughts right just like you take ownership of getting to the gym and all that stuff your thoughts are just as important
0: yeah okay so what about when if somebody came to you and be like oh i had A wild weekend, I did so much, and I didn't do my workout, and I didn't do my sets, all that stuff, and they're just like spiraling. Yeah. What would you say for them to run through in their head?
1: I would probably prescribe an activity called Revision by Neville Goddard. I probably sent you this video before. I would have them actually re-script their weekend as if it went the way that they wanted it to. This this might be like too far-fetched for some people, but if you look into it, maybe you can add it to the show notes. It's a really powerful exercise. But yeah, I would have them rescript it as if it went the way that they wanted to. And then I would have them show themselves, take ownership of however the weekend went, but also rewrite it and then have them show themselves that they love themselves with their next action. So making sure that their next action is aligned with their goals and like the vision that they have for themselves.
0: So rescripting as in like you're writing down literally your Friday night, what you did. Yeah. Like eating healthy yeah feeling good yeah going for your walk things like that getting yeah. really literal
1: yeah you literally lie to yourself yeah i remember when i first learned your vision that's what i said to my i don't know what to call her. my i guess my coach yeah. and my everything <laughs> um <laughs> my lifeline i was like so you want me to lie to myself that was when i was new to neville goddard's like teachings i was like okay so weird but it worked like it moved mountains in my life
0: that's amazing yeah mm-hmm. we'll definitely link that below i would love to so I've done a little bit of it and I think mm-hmm. it's really helped me for sure I mm-hmm. think it would be cool for people to see that and try it out for themselves too. So going I guess this kind of goes into it But I would love to hear your Outlook on Germany medicine
1: Okay, yeah, yeah my because, favorite
0: because I want to tell a little quick story because I Again, we can use myself as an example here because I think that it's like mm-hmm. easier to explain it mm-hmm. with an example mm-hmm. I when I first had my discovery call with you, I guess, for her kind. You asked me if I had like any ongoing injuries or anything like that. I've always had a lower back back back? on the right side. Yeah. And you, I could tell that there was something (laughs) in your head and I was like, what's
1: going on Questions.
0: Yeah. And then, so, and then you sent me a PDF basically breaking down the mindset or the past experiences, traumas, maybe.
1: That could be related to the area.
0: Yeah. And I was like, blown away. You're you're like, don't be skeptical. No, I love this shit.
1: Yeah, no, I never want I never want to push it on people. But I always say apply it get curious Mm -hmm. if it shows up in your life we can use
0: that example and can you break it down and being like
1: where are the similarities
0: if there's something that physical happens Mm -hmm. where's the lingering pain coming from that type of thing
1: yeah so just a quick background on what german new medicine is it's also known as germanic healing healing knowledge but like you mentioned it's relatively new it was founded in the early 1980s and it's based on a series of, of five laws actually five biological laws that are all of which are testable and replicable which I think when I first heard that it was based on laws, my science background, or just, yeah, the science nerd in me was like, laws? What? Whereas like most of our medicine is based off theories and theories, if they've been proven wrong many times. I got curious and I started to apply it in my own life and just see its truth. And I never want to push it on anyone. I just, I'll present the information, I'll educate them. And then I'll say, just see, see if it makes sense for you. And it usually does. If they're open and they're willing, then it, it does, it usually makes sense, but it and what Germany about says, is, it's a whole science that explains every single symptom, like what what happened, what traumatic event happened at the biological level to cause an organ to respond the way that it did, or a tissue or whatever. So you, for digestion, which is a huge one, so typically digestive issues are, such as like the one that you've been experiencing, is it's usually some something that was hard to digest, like literally, figuratively, not just... Food, right? It's not just about the food. It's got to be something in your life that's been hard to digest. The reason why it hasn't been solved yet and it's like re triggering in your life is because you're in a what we call a hanging healing. So there's something that is triggering you and that we can't pinpoint yet. So what happened was when you first had the event, your body, your brain takes a snapshot with all your senses and All of those senses become your tracks or your triggers. So it might be like a smell. It might be something that you would never even think of. And it's causing you to have those episodes.
0: Okay. You know what's really weird? I think I just clicked to what it... Stop. Last year, I didn't really talk about this at all on the podcast, but I... Basically, Joey and I were living in Cleveland and I very abruptly had to leave the country. (laughs) And... I, because I was working on my green card and then didn't go through because a bunch of lawyer stuff happened and mm-hmm. just took way too long and then I ended up being like, no I need to go back to Canada because I want to come back to the States. Yeah. And I loved my house, we decorated it beautifully yeah. and like all these things and then it was ripped out underneath us, Joey and I had just got married, we were like planning on building our life there and yeah. or, or like the starting points of our life there and then like literally from one day to the next, I was like having a panic attack, melting down, being like, what the heck is my life? Like, I was going to move back in my, with my parents in Vancouver. Was never expecting-
1: to This back time later. last year? Yeah. Okay, and then, that makes sense. That's first, why allergies are big. We'll talk about really? that later. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. And then, the first time that this new gut flare-up happened was when I went to go visit Cleveland for my nephew's second birthday, and it was the first time I'd, since i have been back there. And I had a weird moment when we were walk- walking in the house and I, I just had a weird PTSD feeling that I'm back here. I think I shut so much of it out because I had such a traumatic experience happen. No joke, I was like in the shower. I just remember being in the shower and just like bawling my eyes at me like I'm leaving behind like such a cool life that I built. We were leaving to go back to Toronto. Yeah. An hour before we were getting in the car, I started having like crazy gut pains. Oh my gosh. And I threw up. Like, I ran to the bathroom and that yeah. was the first time it
1: happened. It's a healing crisis, yeah. If you're willing to, like, lean into it and, yeah, upgrade your understanding, basically.
0: Yeah. I'm always open because, like, at this, there's so many things that I've tried with my gut healing that have just, like I said before, I've been eating everything right. I've been eating so clean. The other night, I had a freaking sweet potato, which I have every single day and yeah. triggered it. Like, yeah. what? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That, that's another reason why I wanted to move to the coaching, too, was, like, to have, to educate women on the freedom that they can have from the food like it's not it's the wellness culture is so popular to just focus on it's the food it's the food people going rogue on ingredient labels totally. um but it's we really need to shift away from that and look at you know what is our state of being around the food or something like that what's triggered yeah. this to happen it's always explainable always <laughs> honestly i'll be interested to see if it happens again yeah I, I just it, had it, yeah and that's all I, it takes is If you're able to downgrade the conflict, like, say, oh, wow, I understand, like, why my body reacted in that way. And I can even show you, like, the science at the cellular level. Then it can, like, click and you can be like, okay, thank you, body. And, like, you're just, you're not as, like, worried, right? Because a lot of people get health anxiety. They're like, my body's working against me. What's going to happen? Am I going to be okay? Is this going to be forever? Am I okay? Moving away from that and understanding the why you responded that way just just takes it away
0: i'm trying to think of if if we can help anybody listening that has has an ongoing issue that they possibly are like have that moment of reflection and be like that could possibly be something correlated with this would you suggest like reflecting on it journaling about it anything like that
1: if it's something like something in their life that was like hard to accept or hard to digest, digest or and it has to be an isolated event so yours is perfect right like you you described it like you felt like your house was ripped from or like your life was ripped from you yeah. kind of thing your house your home it, it has to be something like that or it could be your boss didn't give you the promotion that you wanted and that that was hard to digest or what's a good example of something that's hard started digest.
0: graduating and maybe not having yeah. everything planned out right after
1: yeah things like that yeah it's they're really specific so it's all based on conflict so for example like the lung is related to death fright conflict. if you are like, almost hit by a car and you were scared for your life, yeah. you might get, like, bronchitis or pneumonia after type thing. And they're all very specific. Yeah. Skin, separation complex, Acne is self-devaluation, which is – that's why women get – or and men get stuck in a vicious cycle because yeah. they don't understand that when the acne comes out that you're in a healing phase and that's actually – so when you get symptoms, you're in a healing phase. Yeah, That's, like, one of the first things you have to understand. But if you're having acne, that's usually when you're, like, oh, like my skin, like, oh, that negative self-talk is happening that's re-triggering more acne to happen under the surface Mm -hmm. it's it's not just a hormonal thing a lot of people it's inconclusive that uh, it's a related to the hormones in puberty right because adults have acne so it's just one of those things to be mindful of is your self-talk like when you see those pimples you just say thank you like i'm healing
0: my skin's going interesting to think about it that way because -hmm. i grew up in a house where i was I felt very sensitive to a lot of foods. I could, like, all my life I've had gut issues, mm-hmm. so it's been an issue and like my dad would be like you know what it's a blessing in disguise because your body's telling you you probably shouldn't be having that maybe and and it this was like I would get triggered by like really bad fast foods and stuff like that and I was like I just want to eat a burger (laughs) and we've gotten past that I can definitely eat a burger yeah he would be like if you ever see stuff like come out on your face and things like that it's because your body's talking to you and like it's telling you something Mm -hmm. and like it's excreting things Mm -hmm. and like we always said when I would start eating really healthy, I would get like these pimples out because and then I'm like, whoa, and my body's like is just, a flushing. like, so I love that way of thinking. Honestly, yeah. It's harder than said than done, but of course
1: it is. That's why acne is such a vicious cycle. You have to be so disciplined with your thoughts. But the thing I love about Germanic healing knowledge is it allows us to take ownership of our health and just trust our body. Yeah. Right. And not be scared, which I love. I haven't had a cold since I learned this stuff. Because I recognize that what the triggers are, right? Yeah. That's cool.
0: That's very
1: cool. Okay.
0: I feel like we could do like a full... I know. Sorry. (laughs) We just went... (laughs) We went wrong. It is very cool to (laughs) learn about. But, okay, so I want to go into some productivity, mm-hmm. things like that for Focus. You have an insane schedule. <laughs> Guys, I think Alisa has literally over 30 clients at once, mm-hmm. and then she has a full team and managing everything, and she looks great all the time. What would you say are, like, your productivity hacks? I know you you don't like to hack the system, but... No,
1: time- yeah, no, there's definitely a productivity hack. Google Cal is life. If it's yeah. not on the Google Cal, it's not happening. But definitely I would say... First and foremost is planning ahead. Like I always, and that's how my Google calendar helps, but sleep, like nighttime and morning routine, just having those on lock so that I actually get to bed in time so I can actually not hit snooze in the morning is so huge because the morning time is my most productive time and I understand that. So if I actually want to get things done and not be have to be reactive throughout the day, then I need to not hit snooze so I need my sleep the night before
0: isn't it crazy how much confidence you get from just not hitting snooze and you're like, it's up and and you're like wow
1: it's crazy and I've done like wild things to not hit snooze because I'm not I'm not saying I'm perfect and I've def- I have I definitely hit snooze sometimes and I have definitely gone through a phase where I've just hit snooze like constantly but I just I'm such a I'm so much better when I don't and I've put sticky notes on my phone with something cute to get me going and I tell clients to do that too everything I tell my clients to do I've tested myself
0: yeah I love that
1: what's your morning routine like my morning routine is coffee and I sit right here and I journal in the wish fulfilled so as if the day's already happened or I'll just reread like what if I have goals for the year I'll just read them I've written them out as if they've already happened I'll just read over them very lightly like nothing intense and then maybe a short meditation sometimes I do it on my walk and I'll scoot scoot out for a walk or a workout depending on the day and then I get to work sometimes I'll do work before that depending on what the day looks like but Typically, I like to eat the frogs. Get the walk in; otherwise, it won't happen later in the day. Yeah. What, what time do you get up at usually? Right now, <laughs> I'm looking at four thirty, four forty-five. That's wild. <laughs> that is so wild. I know, but it's I know it's temporary, right? We're definitely Four Kind's definitely in like a growth phase right now, and I'm so fortunate to be in this phase and to work with the women I work with. So I'm like I'm really just like leaning into gratitude right now. Yeah. Totally. Every like I'm excited to wake up in the morning, which is. A blessing.
0: Yeah, it helps when you have motivation from like the people around you and everything like that. I mm-hmm. think that, that goes into the whole other side of running a business in mm-hmm. general. It's like you're, ex- I'm excited to get up and start working. Yeah, like, people are always like, "How are you? Always working." <laughs> like, One, it's, I have a, this is the only way I can make money, so yeah. it has to get done. And two, we love it. Yeah, like it's
1: like working on weekends. I don't even like to call it, like it is work, but
0: it doesn't feel like work
1: sometimes. Obsessome, yeah, some. Really quick. Get me
0: the fuck out of here but then other days it's, okay that all washed away because something clicked and yeah clicked and it's amazing to see yeah and
1: yeah. it's like purpose or like, like your client's successful and then it just makes it that much more rewarding and you're like oh.
0: okay last i have a last little question i'm like very selfishly wanting to see. do you have any non-negotiable products or pieces of your routine like maybe it's like literally an ice roller for your face or like going to
1: the sauna or something I am so low maintenance when it comes to skincare, yeah. <laughs> I will say. Mindset, yeah, <laughs> mindset. <laughs> Everything's a mindset. Honestly, I think journaling is my non-negotiable scripting. Yeah, it's it's definitely changed the game for me. And yeah,
0: I wanna if you have a specific YouTube video or anything that kind of explains a little bit more about scripting, I think that would be really useful. To-
1: yeah, actually, we can link in the one that we did for her kind. Yeah, with the clients, sure. we can do sure. that. Amazing. I'm okay. Jody. Okay, sweet.
0: This was such a pleasure to chat with you on this level and have so my realization. I just feel like I went through therapy.
1: I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be so good.
0: Do you want to let everybody know where to find you and like how they can work with you and
1: the team? Yeah, for sure. So you can go to Dr. Elise, well, dr.elisa.nd. We'll put it in the show notes yeah. on Instagram. My DMs are always open. And then same with the For Her Crime page. Our DMs are always open and the application is in the bio. Website launching soon. <laughs> and thanks to you. And yeah, we're honestly, we're always excited to connect. Beginner in the gym, intermediate, advanced, like we we just wanna like connect and learn more about maybe how we can serve you. And yeah.
0: Guys, I literally feel like the biggest cheese ball ever, but I'm in the team group chat for our kind of for like content <laughs> and things like that. And I literally wrote them being like, you guys fill me up so much. It's so nice to be around you. So like yeah. when Elisa says, do not feel afraid to reach out. It is, mm-hmm. it's life changing.
1: Yeah, and, and we're so fortunate, like we have, five brains on every single person so that's and we all have like different expertise different backgrounds and just coming together in harmony to to help
0: thank you so much i appreciate this that i know that you're very busy so <laughs> it's part two
1: coming through yeah
0: exactly okay thank you thank
1: you